This is ESPN Radio. Oh, this means Russell Wilson's going to have a good season this season. That's what this Let's is. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go, Russ. After, after catching it from his his next, from her ex. Okay. <laughs> Jay Williams and Freddie Coleman together on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80 and ESPNU presented by Progressive Insurance. We are 50 days away from the NFL season. We'll see if Russell Wilson can get it going with the Denver Broncos, but Tennessee believes they're going to get it going once again. Now that DeAndre Hopkins is a part of their football team. Can't wait to talk to this young man. He's one of the best defensive linemen in the National Football League, two-time Pro Bowl and two-time All-Pro. He is Jeffrey Simmons. He's a great follow on Twitter at GrindSimmons94. We're going to talk Mm. about NFL, but Jeffrey, I got to ask you this. You've done some wonderful things in your hometown of Macon, Mississippi. You had your first community fun day included food, games, inflatables. You're later honored by receiving a key to that city. What does it mean to really step up for your hometown and your hometown rewarding you in that way? Oh, man. First off, uh, good morning. Uh, good morning. <laughs> appreciate you guys for having me on. Uh, but, man, I'm I'm just grateful. You know, I'm in a uh, position where, you know, I'm able to give back. Um, my goal has always been to give back um, and not just, you know, not for, you know, the, uh, publicity or none of that. You know, I just, that's my heart is in my community. My heart is for the kids. And, you know, the reason why I went back and did that um, and called it a, a fun day is, you know, I wanted the kids to have fun. But, you know, the adults came out and had a lot of fun as well. But, um, man, it's, it's an honor to be able to do that. Wow. Um, that's where my heart at. I told him, uh, the media that a couple weeks ago. My heart is in my community. My heart is, is in Mississippi. And my goal is to bring, you know, some of this stuff to Tennessee as well because, you know, my heart is here now as well. But, um, you know, to receive the key back in um and small town, making Mississippi, you know, uh, it was just amazing to hear the mayor now, uh, Mr. Bud McGuire, just to say, you know, he'd been around for so, so long. Uh, he grew up in, Mississippi, in making Mississippi, and now he is the mayor. And for him to say that, you know, since he can remember, no one ever received key to the city. And, and that, that just, that's a huge honor for me because, you know, that's just, you know, them showing um, the kind of respect to me because I because of what I'm doing in the community. Like I said, it's never been about, you know, just the accolades and nothing like that. Um but that right there is just some one of the things that I always dreamed of. Uh you know, you always see people getting the keys to the city. But to get the key to the uh small town making Mississippi where, you know, I grew up, I played ball there, got a lot of families there. You know, it just it, it means a lot and not just for me, it's for, you know, my family, it's for the smaller kids who see that you know, maybe one day they could also get the key to the city as well. Wow. That's amazing, Jeff. Amen. Man, I, you know what, Freddie? I, I keep trying to tell young athletes that I talk to, and, and Jeff, you can attest to this, right? Like you get to a certain level in your career, and you're able to achieve things, and it's like a dream come true. It's so easy to get lost in all the sauce, all the chaos, and, and, and not no, go back it, to where you're from and showcase, hey, this is how I want to help other people have a chance to achieve their dreams too, man. No doubt, man. And that's one thing I, when I go back, you know, one thing I talk about with the youth, um, you know, last weekend I had my annual football camp down there in Mississippi as well. And, you know, right before we start every camp, you know, we just t- we have a devotion, especially with our older kids, because, of course, I do my camp two days, free, two days free camp. And you know, the older they be, the, uh, I mean, the second day always the older kids. And something we just talk about, man, like, you know, mm. That's one thing I, I want them to see that, you know, no matter how far up I can ever get in life, you know, I know where I came from. I know, 
the reason why and the reason why I'm at where I'm at today, you know, the man above and you know, one from here, I wouldn't be in this uh, position to be able to do them things. So one thing, you know, I forget where you came from. Why not go back? Um, you know, because you always hear them stories, God not coming back and, you know, getting the big heads. But I, I think I, I've been through a lot enough. I've been through enough in life where, you know, I know how I feel to get humble. Um, and, hmm. I mean, I am a humble y'all kid. I am a humble guy. And, you know, I, like I said, this this a kid's game. And um, I, I'll never forget the reason why I play this game. And, it's, you know, it's a kid's game. So, like I said, man, I'm just – I'm grateful to be able to go back into my hometown, go back to Starkville where I played ball like a host my camp and each and every year. You know, I, ho- I hosted the first community day and, and it was just so amazing to see the kids run up uh, and want to every, you know, not just young guys, um, young uh, men, just uh, even the young ladies running up wanting to take pictures. And like I said, just being able to go back and do that in my hometown, that means a lot. And hopefully I could just keep doing that and, you know, keep inspiring our youth. Let's talk some football for a second, Jeff. Exactly. um, Tell me where you were and tell me what exactly you thought when you learned that your team was going to be bringing D Hop on board. Man, (laughs) it was crazy because I was sitting, I was sitting, I had just got back to Nashville because I, um, you know, Beyonce was in town this this past weekend. Okay. I know. Hey, I went to the. <laughs> I was getting ready for the concert with my family. We all, um, you know, decided you know go to my girl wanted to go to the Beyonce concert. So and I was like, all right, we're gonna get back and go to it. And I was sitting at the table, and I got a text from. Uh, I'm like, oh, oh, look, well, why Coach Braver text me? And um, it's a Saturday. Um, he texted me before the news and all that, bro. He was like, sign Hopkins. And I said, now excuse my language. I said, oh. Sh- like I jumped up, and my homeboy he was sitting at the table, uh, in my dining table. He's like, "Bro, what's wrong with you?" I said, "We just got so much better on offense. Ooh. Like, you know, you know, it's one of them things where you know that type of talent, um, especially that D Hop bring and that type of, you know, guy he is on the field. And I'm like, we just got so much better. Wow. And he already knew what I was talking about. He said, "Here he go." Like he just started, he just started going at me, but. Um, yeah, man, I was just sitting here um, at the table, dining table, and got that text, and I was, you know, so stoked that we ended up signing him. And I was hoping that we we work out a deal with him, and you know, because like I said, I have played against D, especially my first uh, year in the league. I think it was my eighteen, I mean nineteen and twenty when he was with the Texans, and um, preparing for D Hop. Even uh, I think. I don't know. Nah, he wasn't with them bad. I, but, you know, preparing for um, doing camp when he was with Arizona, um, just to know that type of guy that they have on the other side of the ball, you know, you better get to the quarterback or, you know, seeing not going to be too great for your back end. So oh, just yeah. to know that we we got D-Hop and he bringing a lot to our team, you know, I'm, I'm excited. You know, I'm just, you know, I, I'm ready to win here in Tennessee. Um, so I, I I, I, want, I want to win the Super Bowl, and I know that's his goal as well. So you know, I'm, I'm excited for it. The All-Pro Defensive Lineman for the Tennessee Titans, Jeffrey Simmons. He is a great follow on Twitter, so give him a holler if you wanted to do that. At GrindSimmons84, joining Freddie Coleman and Jay Williams on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. And you still have Derrick Henry on your team. 
Ryan Tannehill, I know he's really grateful. You're grateful to D-Hop is that. I know he's really great with quarterback, having that guy to throw to. There have been a lot of questions about the value of running backs in your league. How do you feel about the value of running backs in the NFL when you got one of the best and not the best in your team in Derrick Henry? You know, man, I've been saying all that on, um, you know, Twitter and everything. And, you know, I didn't want to put my two cents into it because I know um, – Everyone is important when you touch that field, you know, because I would say, man, and I'm sure y'all y'all noticed, in order to be able to um, win in this league, you have to do both. You have to be able to run the ball, especially late in the uh, season when it's time for playoffs. But that's one of our, our goals. I mean, our keys as a defense, especially in Tennessee, is stop the run. You know, you can't stop the run deep in the playoff or deep in the season. You know, well, I'm going to say playoffs because that's really important. You know, if you can't stop the run in the playoffs and you see these teams running the ball and teams just can't stop the run, it's, it's hard to win games in this league. And, you know, we, we we big on stopping the run in Tennessee, and I know how much that means here in Tennessee. And to see on the other side of the ball, we have one of the best running backs in the, that play the game. To me, you know, I – I, I don't know why, you know, they're not respecting the running back market. You know, I, I feel like guys, and, you know, it's, when it came down to me, I, you know, when you when you want a contract or, you know, want to get value, um, you want people to value at who you are, especially when you mean so much to a team. You know, I, I feel like everyone should have that type of respect. Um, you know, I don't play running back, but, you know, I, I see it. Like, I'm in the NFL. Like, everyone see Derrick Henry. Everyone don't. But everyone don't see the type of work he put in to to be able to go out there and perform like that. And man, that is like, you know, I, I was just at OTAs and I'm like, you know, I see Derrick Henry come and work out, and after practices and stuff, I'm like, bro, where are you going? I'm gonna go get this um, workout again. I'm gonna go work out again. Come on. I'm like, like hmm. bro, you just got to practice it. You already worked out. But that's that's what people don't see. And I mean, it's the same thing, I'm sure, with all the other running backs around this league, just how much they want to be great. Um, and I just, you know, I, Jeff, you know I didn't want to put my – go ahead. You know, you know what I was going to say what's crazy about it? Like uh, like playing ball in the, in the league and the NBA, there are certain teams that we would watch, like, like before we would play, like if I were to play now, like, okay, I'm playing against Chicago, Zach Levine, mm-hmm. got to stop him. Okay, I'm playing against Sacramento. Okay, De'Aaron Fox have to stop him. Like those headline guys that it starts with. It, the thing that's shocking to me is that like when you, like, I would assume like defensively when you're getting prepared to play against the Giants, you're like, all right, it doesn't start with Daniel Jones. It starts with Saquon Barkley, you know, like, or Tennessee. Okay, Derrick Henry or the Raiders. Okay, Josh Jacobs, and those are the guys actually being devalued here. Yeah, I'm not. Now you, you most definitely right because. We played the Giants this year. The first thing they did was stop the run. We have to be able to stop Saquon Barker. Right. And and then not just and then not just it wasn't just the run. It was how uh, Lucy is just with the ball in the hand coming out the backfield mm-hmm. yeah. on passing down. So and I'm I, like I said I I feel exactly what you just said on that. Um, I agree. Um, it's the same thing in our division when we had these running backs with the coach. You had two punches. You had Taylor and um, Hines. It's like we have to stop these guys in the backfield. So, man, I, I respect these running backs. I respect everyone, um, especially with their job, because everyone's job is important. You need all the 11 on the field. And, you know, hopefully they can get a big reason why. Um, 
you know, not from the media, I guess I'm saying is the people from, you know, they're really making the decision. Hopefully they could get a real reason why it's, it's this way right now. But, you know, I'm wishing the best for all our running backs because I know how much our running back means to us in Tennessee. Well, he means so much to that defense and that football team. He's one of the best defenders, maybe one of the best defensive players in the National Football League. He is Jeffrey Simmons, two-time All-Pro of the Tennessee Titans. Hit him on Twitter. Give him a shout at GrindSimmons94. Great job with him joining us when it comes to Freddie Coleman and Jay Williams on ESPN Radio. Hey, Hopefully Macon, you didn't Mr. break that chair, Jeff, when you jumped out of it when y'all landed D-Hop, man. You know? Man, you know nah, that it's force. Still, it's still standing. I made, made sure it's a strong chair I was sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> Great Good luck, brother. Good luck, my man. Absolutely. Yes, sir. I appreciate you guys. It's Demon Time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right. 100, 100 times, times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and Goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to PrizePicks.com/morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to one hundred dollars. That's PrizePicks.com/morning, code morning for a first deposit match up to one hundred dollars. Prize Picks, pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is ESPN Radio. It's always right now in Buster only ESPN Major League Baseball analyst and uh-huh. insider joins the show. Speaking of the show, he's Jay Williams and Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app series, XM Channel 80. And don't forget about us on ESPNU. Before we get to Shoyatani, the Yankees scoring in Major League Baseball. Buster, where are you in terms of samples? Because Jay does not mind going to Costco or BJ's or Sam's and having at least seven samples. I draw the line at two or three. Where do you stand? I only go to Costco. First off, Buster, I'm going to go to BJ's side. (laughs) <laughs> Only Costco. I'm, I'm devoted. Elitist. I'm committed. Elitist. You see the annual fee buster? I can only afford to go to Costco, please. Elitist. <laughs> and I will tell you that I have a great uh, Costco story from a current major league manager, Ooh, uh, and okay. I'll give that to you in a second. But uh, in terms of going around and getting samples, only one and only one type of food. I would only do it with something involving olives. Anything beyond that, I'm just not comfortable. Like a meat sample, I'm like, how long has it been sitting out? I would only do one. 
and I wouldn't do seven. Jay, you should just buy the company at that point. <laughs> if you're like having six or seven. What if it's small shrimp or if it's little popcorn chicken? Like, what oh. do you mean? What's wrong? I got mouths to no. feed, Buster. My kids are hungry, and I'm hungry. <laughs> Typically, I'm going there on that a Saturday. Me. Typically, I'm going there on a Saturday morning after happy hour with my wife Friday, which turns into a long Friday night. Okay, I need greasy foods, and I'm buying a lot of product. Oh my God! So my favorite it. story about Costco, just just coincidentally, uh, so I, I, a few years ago, I asked Brian Snicker, the manager of the Braves, I was like, "So, what do you like to do on an off day?" Because as you know, in baseball, there's a lot of hunting, fishing type uh, mm-hmm. uh, guys. Right. Some own motorcycles, and he kind of looks hey. at me and says, "You know, I like to get a cup of coffee, and I like to walk around Costco and see what all the prices are." Really? That's Brian Snicker, the manager of the Atlanta Braves. I like that. So do See, I. I I'm, wrong with that. I'm, I'm not hating on that at all. So when it comes to anybody wants to go Costco and get that kind of fix on Buster, Buster, only... tell the guys to stay off the motorcycles, okay? Yeah, it's yeah, not... yeah. Be be careful uh, on yeah, those yeah. things. <laughs> that public service message from That's Jay Williams, Buster, on the ESPN Major League Baseball Insider, joining Jay and Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio. How much trouble are the New York Yankees in, in your opinion, Buster? A lot, uh, in part because the teams that they're chasing are a lot are playing a lot better than they are. You know, we just had the Astros on Sunday Night Baseball. They're playing uh, with the, the confidence of champions, you know, guys who've been back there. They're convinced they're going to figure it out. The Blue Jays, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., looks like, he, you know, he's loosening it up and he's ready to take off. Uh, they're going to be getting Hunjin Ryu back. The Orioles are playing great, obviously. The Rays are ahead of them. Uh, and the Yankees, on the other hand, is uh, I think Anthony Rizzo said last night, it was kind of a low point. You know, they're one in four. We still don't know when Aaron Judge is going to come back. They need help in the trade market, whether it's Cody Bellinger or some other hitter. And you wonder if what's going on now is going to accelerate the conversations for Yankees general manager Brian Cashman because the offense has not looked as bad in a long time. What is the latest buster on Aaron Judge's toe? I can't believe I'm just saying that out loud. (laughs) So he – so he's making progress. There's no doubt about it. You know, uh, yesterday he was out in the outfield. He was running a little bit, but he's still not doing, you know, all that he needs to do to, to, to be back. Uh, they feel like that he's close, but it's complicated. With a guy who's 6'7", 282, in terms of that, that right big toe is the anchor in his swing. They want to make sure he's right there. They want to make sure he's right in cutting the bases and running in the outfield. Uh, I, I don't think they necessarily have to back at you know have to have him back at 101 percent, but just knowing how the Yankees think, they're going to wait as long as they possibly can before you know pushing him back. I wouldn't be surprised if they have a very truncated minor league rehab assignment, you know, to get him back in because it's not only uh, you know not only the fact that he's a great player and he's a terrific leader on that team, but just his presence alone, I think, is going to take pressure off the other guys. And there's no doubt, and Aaron Boone made mention of this last night, when you got a, a team struggling like they are offensively, all the you know the hitters are up there turning the bat handles into sawdust. Right. They just look like they're pressing like crazy. And Judge, just being in the lineup would uh, ease some pressure on those guys. Hit him on Twitter, Busta underscore ESPN. He is Busta only ESPN Major League Baseball Inside, also part of the Baseball Tonight podcast, joining Freddie Coleman and Jay Williams on ESPN Radio. What does your gut tell you about Shohei Atani maybe or may not be traded by the trading deadline, which is right around the corner. 
Yeah, and Freddie, I ask that question of every executive that I speak to now with other teams. You know, what's your gut feel? I've had one tell me that he believes that Otani is going to be traded uh, and that he's going to wind up with the Dodgers. And this Mm. is just pure speculation Mm. at this point. But I will tell you that most of the people I talk to believe that Artie Moreno, the owner of the Angels, and that's who's making the decision. This is not Perry Manassian, their general manager. It's not his decision. This decision is going to be made by Artie. And last year at the trade deadline, you know, the Angels front office did its due diligence. They talked to teams. They had potentially some packages that uh, could be lined up, and Artie went crazy. He was furious that they entertained the possibility of trading him. Uh, and so I think people with other teams are conditioned by Artie's history to say, in the end, he's not going to have the guts to to do probably the right baseball move mm. and trade a guy having arguably the greatest season in baseball history in the middle of it. And they think that he's they're going to keep the hang on to him through the trade deadline, through the rest of this year, into free agency, uh, and try to re-sign him. And the expectation is at that point he's probably going to leave. Buster, I, I know that your job requires you on those inside details as a baseball insider, but I'm going to ask you to be an opinionist here on this one. What do you actually think they should do with Otani? What do you think is the right move? Well, there's no doubt, and you hear this from everybody, okay? There's no doubt that the right baseball move right now is to trade him because, you know, and, and really the right baseball move would have been to trade him last summer when he had a year and a half left and teams could impact two uh you know, uh, pennant races, they could have gotten a huge package, yeah. like a package of prospects that would have reset them, uh, you know, for, for years to come. But now you're probably getting 60 or 70% of what you might have gotten last year. And that is absolutely the right time, what right thing to do now for the Angels because they're not close to being uh, you know, a team that competes for the playoffs on an annual basis. They have an older core with Mike Trout, you know, Anthony Rendon will be left. And the full expectation with folks with other teams is Otani is going to go someplace where he feels like he has a better chance to win. Maybe it is the Dodgers. Maybe it's the Giants. Right. But he's, you know, they haven't made the playoffs since, uh, since he's been there, despite the fact he's playing along with Mike Trout. And so if he winds up leaving, all the Angels are going to have left to show for it, Jay, are yeah. some draft picks. And that's nothing. Yeah, it is. 30 seconds left, Buster, real quick. 12 teams yesterday scored at least 10 runs during a day of Major League Baseball, and it seems that people are reacting to it in a favorable way. What has it been like seeing this kind of offense, and it's been good offense for Major League Baseball? Yeah, and I think it's related to the pitch clock. Um, in part, you know, the, the changes they made were trying to increase offense, but I think the pitch clock is having an impact as in the hot days of summer. Pitchers are worn out having to throw every 15 or 20 seconds. Mm, great stuff. Hey, Buster, keep up the great work, my friend. Enjoy those samples at Costco, okay? Pray for my Mets, Buster. Um, Pray just for us. one. Just one. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, no. Jay, just one. <laughs> minimum seven. <laughs> minimum. Oh, God, minimum seven. <laughs> Thanks, Buster. All right, boss. You Buster. guys. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. 
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is ESPN Radio. Take it or shake it. Take it or shake it. Take it or shake it. So we're going to have Pat Costello, the man, the myth, the legend, along with me, Freddie Coleman and Jay Williams, presented by Progressive Insurance and ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80 and ESPNU, with Take It or Shake It, brought to you by Granger. So, Mr. Costello, take it away. You cannot eat more than two free samples at a store. Take it or shake it. Shake it. it. Take it. Take it. Shake, shake it. that. I'm going to take it. Take it. You take as many free, <laughs> free samples as you deserve. That's it. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm at the limit with two. I mean, if he if he wants to do seven, go right ahead. I'm but. sorry. Like, do you try to win one championship? No. Yeah, you try but, to win seven. Yeah, when you're trying to compare free food comparing to championships, you got to earn and work hard at. That's what I'm saying. Well, I'm if if I'm walking around the store, right? I'm sorry, Freddie. I'm burning calories. Okay, I'm working. Are you I'm running or walking? Hard earned money. Exactly. He's got his Fitbit on walking around yes, Costco. Yes, I'm getting my steps in. <laughs> I'm still gonna take it. Go ahead, Pat. <laughs> James Harden will be a sixer next season. Take it or shake it. I'm taking that all day. Take it. Take, all day. take it. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, Jay, you can lead it. that off. That's like that's like take it from Alan the Yates. Best from Alan. He I know. Hates it. He hates it. He by hates it. I was going to scream blue coats, but whatever. <laughs> in the, Delaware, the tonality <laughs> yes. of Alan Yates has changed so much from last year to this year. Uh huh. I warned what him. What was last year, Freddie? I warned him. Uh, it, but like you know, the reality is that like, what, if you're Daryl Morey, like you've made your bed, like you've made the trade for James Harden. Even though James Harden had a decent year, absolutely, you're not going to get the same value or more in return. So, the only thing that you can do is try to play it through this year and hope it works out. You better hope that James Harden decides. You know what? I'm not going to have it any better than where I have it right now in terms of not just winning a championship, but still being an important piece because he'll be an important piece no matter where he tries to go. But that doesn't mean that he's not going to bring that baggage of lack of playoff success with him, and that's why the market is not cool. It's nowhere regarding anybody trading for him. So if you're James Harden, the best place to be is not trying to leave, not trying to be part of Team Harden. You just got to figure it out and make it better in Philadelphia because nobody seems to want you to try to do that with them, with that trading deadline gone and passed and gone, and you opted into the contract anyway. Well, the Clippers were involved for a quick second, but I, I still don't think what you get in return from the Clippers will be enough yeah. to have the 76ers contend. Yeah. That's the problem. Exactly. It is lame that the Jets are allowing less access for hard knocks. Take it or shake it. I'm going to shake it, Freddie. Okay. Shake, shake it! Shake it. I'm, I'm going to take it. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Go ahead. Why are you shaking it? Because as much as I love the marketing that comes along with Hard Knocks, mm-hmm. even though I think I'm becoming a bigger fan of quarterbacks on Netflix, just yeah. throwing it out there. Right. Right? Because I feel like I, we have so much access. I've seen so much about organizations, GMs, teams, quarterbacks before. I go in to learn more about quarterbacks and their families. I feel like none of that stuff matters unless you win. Right. So I'm protecting at all costs our okay. team and our safe haven yeah. because I want us to hit the ground running the right way. Yeah, Here's a different take because I agree with you. I don't think this is good for New York Jets, but the reason I'm taking it is you had to expect that that was going to happen. 
if you were the New York Jets. You had to know the minute Aaron Rodgers decided to make his way to New York, you make that trade, that you were going to be on hard knocks. Whatever distractions are going to be out there, hey, it's distracting playing in New York, whether you're a Giant player, Jet player, Yankee, Met, Nick, Ranger, you name it. So you have Don't to expect Don't skip my Nets. Don't I'll, do that. Well, it's kind you of different. every team It's kind of different the team. Brooklyn Nets. I mean, people – People in Brooklyn, a lot of people in Brooklyn don't care about the Nets, so I can't consider them a distraction to deal with distractions as far as that goes. Sorry, Jay, the truth is the truth. But if you're the New York Jets, that's why I'm taking it because you had to expect that this is going to happen, that the NFL is going to force you to do hard knocks. So limiting access, you might just be all in because the, new, because the NFL told you you're going to have to be all in when it comes to the Jets and hard knocks. You skipped out on the Liberty, too. Obviously. I'm sorry, so you, the Liberty you, as well. You care about the teams that play in Brooklyn. I, that's I not. Your, I mean, that's the, fine. I tell you what. The, I mean, the, the Liberty are terrific, but the Connecticut Sun and Las Vegas Aces are better than them right now. I cannot. I cannot debate you on that. Yes. The Aces might actually have the best team in the history of the WNBA. The, the, the only team that would I'll, I'll take it on this one. The only team, if they win the championship, I think the only team you could say could compare to them was the Houston Comets team, yep, the second unit started. WNBA, yes. with Cynthia Cooper, Cheryl Swoops, Tina Thompson, those three Hall of Famers, and their head coach. That team was as good as the WNBA team I'd seen until this year's Las Vegas Aces team, especially they win the championship when it's all said and done. I'll take it on that one. I'm with you. Well, Jay, you did hype up the Nets, and we know how that went, but uh, that's besides the point. Uh, buffets are a terrible way to eat a meal, take it or shake it. But what had happened was, what had happened was, what was the question again, Pat? I forgot to. Doesn't matter. With my Just sorrow. Just keep moving past it. Buffets are a terrible way to eat a meal, take it or shake it. Uh, no. You shake, shake that. that. Shake, shake it. Shake it. Smorgasbord. Yeah. I mean, shake it. Buffets are, a, buffets are an amazing way. <laughs> you say buffet? Yeah, buffet. I love, yeah, love that. Boba Fett? No, but, by the way, that's from like what's happening with um, Rerun. He said, let's go take a turn and see what's at the buffet. The buffet. <laughs> I mean, don't you want an array of options? Don't you want to be able to, well, oh, we I, I want to try do. this, I want to try that, I want to try this, I want to try that. I'm Great, I'll come back for seconds. Let me try some more different stuff. Yep. Yeah, Come buff, on. Buffet's Go to the straight This way. doesn't surprise me but from Jay, by the way, yeah. knowing his take but, on samples. He's but, just going to keep taking all the right. food. But he's no not. Else but when, to it comes to, when it comes to buffets yes. and buffets, he's not wrong here. He's completely not wrong here. The more options, the better. Got to get bull to a smorgasbord, dog. I, smorgasbord I'm fine. I mean, I, I'm down for a smorgasbord. I just don't know where they exist. Shady Maple, we can make it a trip. The smorgasbord's a lot closer <laughs> right. than that in Connecticut. But go on. Uh, yeah. Yeah, shake it. Like, yeah. I'm shaking it. No, I'm taking that. Yeah, I've been to a couple. <laughs> uh, Freddie, this one uh, is just for you. Pat, the Drake concert side, is going to be just from this side angle. Your receding hairline may be worse than mine. Wait a minute. Is this because wow. of, wow. of the thing I said about I mean, the Nets? I Jeez. see it from the side. How old are we my now? Is, is this just because I made a, a Nets crack? Yes. Oh, oh my okay. God. I'm just being honest. Are you putting my hairline on the Knicks? Uh, Drake is overrated, <laughs> Freddie. Take it or shake it. I'm shaking it. He ain't overrated. No, no, yeah, no. Put my he, I'm absolutely shaking it. Drake, forget about Drake. We're back on this now. <laughs> we're, we're back on this now with the Nets and and, and Pat's receding and hairline Pat's like and Jay making that. Yeah, we're back on this now. He's LeBron's. We're, we're back on this now. <laughs> Man, might have been stressed. Can I get, can I get the boozer? Someone hook me up. <laughs> the, the, the Carlos oh, boozer? The, the spray? That's what you want? The booze alone. If it rains, wow. you know, it's a different conversation. Yeah, he yeah. said, what are you going to do? Put yeah. my hairline on the, on the Knicks next? <laughs> Noodle's like, I mean, hey, we'll I take it. I'm, 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 I'm done. Know. 
borderline. Oh, man. You know it would take my hairline if it meant getting, like, Embiid and Jay Wright or something. <laughs> He's absolutely Jay Wright thing. Of, Take like, it! You Take it! Nice suits in uh, New York, you know, Jay Wright. Shoot, like, can on. you imagine his shoot, his um, his um, oh, suit his contract? Suit, yeah, I don't oh. want to see it. His suit contract in New York, believe what? me, they'd be lining up for Jay Wright in New York. Wait, did I did I miss some Drake slander? No, no, we just okay. said we're shaking on. The, he's not overrated. We're not. Nah, he's not, nah, nah, he's not even close to being overrated. All right, fine. One more. One more. Nuno needs to use the phrase "more uh, no cap" more often. Oh, take that. Oh, take that. Shake it. it. Take it. Don't take fall it. for take it, Nuno. Hang tough, brother. Shake it. Don't do that. Nuno, so where are you really from? Because <laughs> I don't believe you when you said Bridgeport. You, you, I believe it you 100%. Paused. It, was, it was felt awkward. No, so the reason the pause was. <laughs> I knew there was something deeper here. Do I say Connecticut or do I say, like, I'm like, but Connecticut, eh, it's kind of suspect. So I said, <laughs> so that's why I paused <laughs> and said Bridgeport. Yeah, we provide some rougher dimensions around it. Like, oh, Bridgeport. We're all convinced back here that Nuno's yeah. actually witness protection. <laughs> that, so Bridgeport be the perfect place. He's had about 58 can, jobs. Can, I you can never get a straight answer from him. Wow. Can I tell you guys, obviously you're on air, that yeah. I was assaulted during one of the segments by Pat. Why? Like, what? what happened? So I'm just standing here oh like, my God. Yeah. I... I might have taken Did a cheap shot at him. him. You might have. There it is again. Said, uh, and I'm like, he was literally like two feet away from me, just throws the football Man, at Pat. my face. Jeez. Like, as I'm not paying attention. Just I, like, you threw the football in the face? Yeah, in the face. Well, I as thought long he had as it wasn't hands. a Jalen Green assault, we're okay. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought oh, he had really? better hands. I thought he could catch. We're moving past Jay, that one. Jay, Jeez. you know how you get mad and you like slap the bar and makes that sound? Right, yes. That's what I heard. I turn around. And it was a boy who got his head over his eye. I'm like, you good Jeez. back there, Slick Rick? Jeez. Right, you got to be right? careful, man. Yeah, yeah, especially when Pat, that with, 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 of, that, uh, with that Baker Mayfield army's got back there. You got to be careful, Pat. Did I say a lot again? I got a cannon. Yeah, uh, yeah. so does Baker Mayfield. Sometimes you know where it's going. With supplies and solutions for every industry, Granger has the right product for you. <laughs> Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. With Jay Woods and Freddie Coleman, thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, oh, the ESPN app. So it's like the Channel 8 and ESPNU. Are the Cowboys about to experience some pain before the season gets started? Plus, apparently someone on this show, probably me, is Mr. Steal Your Girl. Good Lord, I can't believe they're comparing me to Derek Fisher. That's next on ESPN Radio. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antscape presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun. Now streaming on Hulu. This is ESPN Radio. It's your song, Freddie. Why is it my song? Explain to the people out there, Jay Woods, Freddie Coleman, at ESPN Radio, ESPNU, and Sirius XM Channel 8. Why is this my song? So just, uh, I need to know some details because right. obviously we had Rashad call into the show. I'm sorry I brought this up. And he called me a thief. 
Yes. He said, obviously, the people that tried to sample more than one or two sample sizes uh-huh. uh, after a while, two samples at, uh, you know, these free samples at Costco. Right. He looks at you sideways and he's like, you know, these people are typically thieves. Uh-huh. And I'm like, wow. And, and then I said, you know, Freddie, during the break, have you ever stolen anything? Not from a store. And he said, no, not from a store. And I not said, whoa, that, there's context there. Uh-huh. What does that mean? You're like, well, I actually stole my friend's girlfriend. Stealing is a very, very ugly word. Let's put it that way. I didn't realize that he wanted to date the same woman. That is this your best friend? Me. No, it's a friend of mine. We're still friends to this day, by the way. I mean, he's not one of my main boon coons. There was a while there that we didn't have conversation because of this. I can't deny that. I mean, but like, did you? I mean, did you not? I mean, how did you not know? I mean, like, because like, no typically when guys like even when friends like each yeah. other, like you know, she walks by you like, oh, she's oof, yeah, but man, but my, my, my man usually he's a very soft spoken, quiet person. So I had no idea. It, there was not one inkling about that. He said that I should have known because anytime that she would come around, we would always have great conversations, the three of us. I wasn't paying attention to how he was talking to her. I was just enjoying the conversation with everybody. So I had no You're inkling. Locked in. I was just locked in at that yeah, standpoint. Then one day, you know, and everything, we just decided to go on a date and everything like that. And when he heard that, he went ballistic for obvious reasons. So he accused me of stealing not his girl, but a girl that he wanted to date. Yeah, speaking of not stealing girls anymore, I mean, we have a guy here me on anymore. set, Paulie. Well, Paulie, <laughs> Paulie, pa- pa- Paulie is engaged. Hey, congrats. Oh, yeah. Paulie's with us. Paulie, hey. congratulations. Uh, congratulations, hey. Paulie. I just oh, yeah. saw we you got... like a week ago, and you weren't engaged, were you? No, no, what? I was. I was engaged. I just didn't uh, I didn't wear the T-shirt. You know, I didn't say the, uh, I'm taking <laughs> shirt, so <laughs> I, I, I didn't announce it. But, yeah, I've been. We got the wedding planned in Atlantic City uh, in nice. November. So okay. uh, this is All it. Right. All right, we, got, we got the last few months here. It's uh, the All countdown. Right. So All Paulie right has invited me to the bachelor party. Look out now. Four yes. days nope. in Four Vegas. Days. Look out No, New Orleans. New Orleans. Yes, four days it might be too long. Four days seems like it's a long Listen, time. The first day you're going to get jet lag, the way things are. You just get settled lag? It's in. It's not that far you know away. What, well, yeah, but the way the airports have been going lately, it that's might take true. 12 hours yeah, to that's, get there. That's very true. So anyway. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Paulie's got his own that. private but plane. Get that's there, yeah, why. We're going to have a nice dinner the first night. You know, a little steak, a little uh, some jambalaya, a little, okay. uh, little mix down there, some uh, what else gumbo. A little? What else a little? And the rest of the trip, then you only got three nights after that, and then that's it. And then and then you're out. That's so all you need. You just come in any night you want, Jay, anytime you can make it there. Everyone's invited here as well. Uh, down on Bourbon Street, you know, oh, the, the lab Italian guys, that'll be us. So <laughs> just, it'll be easy to find this crew here. <laughs> I mean, Freddie, so. if you could have heard the way Paulie just gamed the whole system on how long he stays in Vegas. Uh-huh. This man said to me, he looked me directly in the eyes and said, yeah, I've stayed in Vegas for a week and a half. I said, what? Okay. I would have died six times. Easily. Listen, me and my buddy Joe, the poor guy, he was, he was going to dentistry school, right? So he would it would be very hard studying the book. So every, he was like, every six months, I need to just get away and do and yeah. get you know, get nice. Yeah. Pa- so that pa- was it. Yeah. Paulie, the longest week I've ever spent in my life was a night in Vegas. Oh, wow. he, like, come two, on. Two come nights, on, Freddie. Two nights come. max. Three yeah. nights I'm starting to get worried about we myself. We got to go together. Listen, yeah. you got day parties. You got night parties. You, you pick Paulie. which one you want. I, I'm, oh, a, you I'm more of a day party kind of yeah. guy, but I don't go in the pools. Vegas. Hey, I do Listen, not do go not, in the pools. That is fine. Freddie, do not go in the pool during the day party. Vegas thumps 24-7, 365. It makes New York look like a convent. I mean, when I see the guys that do like the whole like – 
you know, like David Hasselhoff, like coming out of the pool under yeah. the water to the girls. I'm like, you are disgusting. Yeah, no, that's stay pass. out of the water. I don't do the water, but okay. you know what you do the next day? You got to hit that sauna. You got to do that steam. You got to do that steam room. You got to get out. You got to get out. Get get out. You, you can't just wake up and be like, oh, I feel. I don't know if I'm gonna make it. I feel so. I feel rough. <laughs> you got to go sweat it out. Get yourself into gym, and then all of a sudden you're right back out there at the next day party. You got there's a little routine. It's surprise recruiting at the gym. You can recruit for the day parties at the gym as well. Now that is those are tactics and strategies that I have imposed. Very true. Jim is a, Jim, Jim is a great place but, in the but, hotel. But yet Jay's yeah. looking at me sideways for not stealing my friend's girl, but yet I, he talks about impo- employing tactics. I wasn't in a relationship oh, yeah, at that but, time. I was in the multiple relationships. That's how that uh-huh. worked. Yeah, wait, maybe you're taking Freddie's yeah. thing We're out of We're building. You're no to Lothario. Maybe you're taking <laughs> Freddie's thing out of context, though, because sometimes I, I got, like, theater friends and people that do shows and all oh, that. theater right. friends sound you know, interesting. And, like, yeah, yes. cruise ship people. Sometimes it's like that's all you got to work with. This is how do the, the theater crew. friends and the cruise ship friends how do they actually work? They perform, that's what I want to know. The theater people perform on the cruise ships, but sometimes it's like that's all you got. It's a small pool of people. So okay. sometimes it's your friend's girl. It's your, right. it's, 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 it's your other friend's girl because uh-huh. it's like that's it. You're living on the ship for six, nine months. Maybe Freddie was living on the ship and there wasn't that many girls around. Paul, I appreciate the love. I'm trying to help I you out, Freddie. Sorry, man. Freddie came over in his I'm ship. I just give didn't credit. On ship. Man, I, was, I give I was, you I credit, Paul. Maybe you're out of context a little bit, but you know. Trying to help you out here, Freddie. Freddie and right. the skipper, Jay's not too. Having it. Yeah, no. you know. <laughs> the last movie I saw, the ship was Amistad. It was right. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, hey. See? Right. Listen, man. See, do we really need that? I mean, my Bing dad bang. took me to go see Amistad when I was like 11 years old. It changed it, yeah. In yeah. Connecticut? No, in Jersey. No, in Jersey. Oh. In well, uh, Amistad, the ship, is based in Connecticut. That whole storyline. Yeah, it's based Ikea. in Connecticut. Not, not Connecticut yet. only not has yet. one Ikea. Yeah, but it's, too, it's a little bit further away. you guys wouldn't be mystic. questioning him if he had more than seven free samples at Costco. <laughs> <laughs> Mark that down. Got nothing to say now, Yates. Pat, Jimmy, say all, less, Pat. All of the meatballs Pat, that I would be gone. Completely. Not a Swedish meatball to be found Not, when Jay's in town. And, and no, no lingonberry sauce either. All that would be gone too. Sa- there's plenty of free samples at ShopRite too. You just got to pay for the stuff before you leave. Uh, yes, exactly. You know, you'll tear open the Doritos halfway during, uh, during the aisle. I mean, wow. you pay for them at the end. You know, it's oh, the same really? thing. Yes. No. Same I thing. Mean, they charge you the same. What am I eating before or after these people? Uh, Thank plenty you. of people do that. I have a, I have a different kind of level of... I don't know if it's love for Polly. I don't know what it is. What do you now. mean? <laughs> I don't you know. You ever been in the grocery store island? You're starving. Just take, yeah, a, just take st- a few out. You, you start eating meat. there. How about oh. the grapes? You test the grapes before you pick them out, don't you? You, you don't have to. You, you have yeah, to. Hell, you but have not, to. But see, Al, now you're stealing taste, grapes. If they taste now, bad, you, know, you put them back. No, no Jay, because you know. You're eating them for free. You're sampling the grapes. If I sampled a grape, I'm purchasing a grape. Yeah, but what if, what, if, what, if, what if they're not bad. good grapes? Yeah. Yeah. You've just eaten two grapes for free. But, by the, you know what, Jay? Give me the meat. Yeah. Oh, here we go. By the way, <laughs> as we as we interrupt like Steelers Anonymous here with Jay Williams, Paulie, and Freddie Coleman and ESPN oh, Radio, this? real quick, Zach Martin believes the Cowboys have been going? stealing from him. Uh, let me finish. Jay's, Jay's he, going to the break room to grab some snacks for free. Exactly. <laughs> by the way, Zach Martin is considering not reporting the training camp for the Cowboys due to his unhappiness with his contract. And the team's lack of interest in restructuring it. That's what sources told Adam Schefter of ESPN. He believes he is woefully underpaid relative to the market. He is scheduled to make $7 million less than Chris Lindstrom of the Falcons and Quinn Nelson of the Colts, who are the top paid guards in the NFL at $20 million. I mean, real quick, I walked away because Allen and, and Pat became very immature and like. Became? What? Yeah. Or still always have been. Thank you. Um, <laughs> It's really hard for me to compose myself after that, but no, I feel like I'm back. I feel like that's the right thing for Zach Martin to do. Uh, you send a message. Yeah, yeah. I, I would send my money to I, I mean, I, I truly think he's the best interior offensive lineman in football. Like, I, yeah. I, I really do. And, like, you know, certain things that he may lack physically, I think he makes up with his high football IQ. Absolutely. 
and I mean his agility is around it. So I, I think that's deserving. Now, uh, now back. Oh, now back to the immature portion yeah. of the program. Yes, <laughs> you you were telling me about an interesting strategy that you oh, utilize. You reverse engineer it. You know, typically when you go to Vegas, the Make bachelorette parties. Well, this was some years ago, so okay. I, 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 you know, you this got has been some time though. ago. Okay, no, so no, uh, no, even thirty. We, we put a crown on my friend and pretend it's his birthday, and then we try to get on the bachelorette tables in the VIP areas. That way, we don't have to pay and get to get in, and we have a good time. We'll give this story uh, on the other side. Reverse uh, way around. <laughs> Paulie, Jay, Freddie, so ESPN on. Radio. It's your birthday. Wear a crown. This is ESPN Radio.